Millerville Community Church is a non-denominational country-style church with a huge heart for God. You'll find a warm, relaxed atmosphere at MCC. We love worship and music here. We are a Christ-centered church with all kinds of opportunities to reach out to the communities, both locally and abroad, and for all ages. And now, here is the message from Sunday morning at MCC. All right. Okay. Well, and you might have noticed, actually, the, uh, the cake, the fruit, a bit more of a high-octane snack break this Sunday. Uh, breakfast, or I should say brunch of champions. Uh, we wanted to put something out there for you guys to, to say uh, a thank you from us here at uh, Youth of the Mission. Uh, my name is Andre Braun, and I'm from uh, originally from Manitoba, but have been uh, yeah, in the Turner Valley area actually longer than I was uh, growing up in uh, Manitoba. So, but I'm the base director here at uh, YWAM Turner Valley, and uh, I can say confidently on behalf of all, I guess it's eight couples that we have that attend this church, and one single folk, uh, I can say on behalf of all of them that we're grateful and we're thankful for all of your support, and actually really thankful that we get a little bit of time this morning to share uh, what YWAM is about, Youth of the Mission is about. We're not going to be talking too much about what YWAM internationally is about. We are going to give you more of our, um, our individual flavor here in Turner Valley. Uh, it's been around since 1985, uh-huh. so none of us actually were here uh, when it began, or uh, were, was, I guess, even in high school when it began, and most of us weren't born uh, or even in the plan to be born when it was. So 1985, long time ago, uh, our founder was about 15 then. No, Lauren Cunningham was not 15, but, uh, but it, yeah, so it's been around for a while, and so we've had the pleasure of training up a few different generations of, uh, of young people to go into missions, and so that's been a pleasure for us. And uh, the funny thing about YWAM is you got young people coming through, and the transition is quick, it's fast, uh, and we, we really have to have a community where we can foster our values while still having people move on from us, which is a part of God's call on the mission and on YWAM Turner Valley. But we in particular, our mission statement is to train, send, and support God's, uh, God's people to serve amongst the unreached. We specifically have more of an overseas focus. Some YWAM bases have more of a local focus. We have an overseas focus to reach out to the Shan people. But that doesn't say that our, our work excludes the locale that we're in. Uh, for sure not. In fact, we try to be as aggressive as possible in sharing our faith in Turner Valley, Black Diamond, the whole valley region here. As uh, we don't want to have a, a brand of faith that uh, is really excited and, um, and effervescent overseas and then have a different brand of faith uh, here at home. We want to be active on both these, in both these places. But we do have a focus on the overseas side of it in Southeast Asia amongst a people group called the Shan people uh, in Myanmar. And right there, you kind of have our strategy. We train, send, and support. Uh, and so this morning, I'm going to have a couple people come on up, and they're going to tell you a little bit more about how we do the training part of things. Uh, and so I'd like to call up my first... Um, YWAMer, Jen, and she's going to tell you a little bit about our first program. It's called the Deto uh, Discipleship, it's not a detox, uh, it's a <laughs> Discipleship Training School, um, 
But if that's what you want, come on out. We'll give you what you want, right? Uh, yeah, and so Jen will tell you a little bit more about that. And, uh, and then afterwards, we'll have another YWAMR come up and tell you about another training program that we have. Okay. Thank you. You're all great. Mm -hmm. um, many of you know me because uh, of my role as a school teacher at the church, but uh, I've been with uh, Youth of Mission and Turtle Valley for about a decade. Okay. I've been in general for nearly two decades. But um, it's appropriate that we begin with the DTS, or the Discipleship Training School, because it's the prerequisite for all our other training and staff roles uh, within the mission. Uh, the DTS is a, a five-month journey closer to the heart of God. Uh, while experiencing formation, faith challenge, growth, adventure, and of course developing relationships and friendships that will last a lifetime. But what is it? What is the DTS? Well, it's a two-phase program aimed at adults age 18 to 35, uh, which follows YWAM's motto, to know God and then make him known. Uh, the first of the phases is the, the lecture phase, which happens on campus in Turner Valley. And it covers to uh, teaching topics on prayer, God's nature and character, uh, biblical worldview, repentance and forgiveness, hearing God's voice, of course, evangelism and missions and much more. Uh, these weeks are packed with opportunity to dig deeper into God's word and discuss and grow in a small group setting and with a one-on-one -on -one mentor. Uh, there's opportunity to worship and pray together and also to apply the truths that you've discovered uh, over the course of the week. Uh, but DTS is unique uh, in that we offer a, offer a live-learn environment. So all of our students and many of our staff live right there on campus. And this means that uh, areas of character growth really do not just remain inside the walls of the classroom, uh, but it sort of reaches into all areas of campus life and hopefully that individual's life as well. After the lecture phase is completed, our participants journey together to a cross-cultural location for an eight-week outreach. Uh, most of our teams, like Andre said, uh, head to Southeast Asia, and many uh, minister among the Shan people in Myanmar. While abroad, our teams have the opportunity to share the love of Jesus with many who have never heard his name. Often this looks like teaching English, working in orphanages, Street ministry, kids club, uh, prayer for the sick and elderly, dramas, uh, public speaking, and service projects. Uh, Turner Valley actually runs two sort of different focus DTSs, and you'll see them up there. Uh, the first is our Harvest Discipleship Training School, and it's our newest program. This year is the first year we're actually running this, this program. Um, it has a focus on equipping believers for their role in gathering people to God through evangelism, heart-to-heart -heart ministry, and exercising the gifts of the Spirit. With a weekly outreach in surrounding communities, students will gain a valuable insight uh, into the needs of a desperate world around them, and hopefully resulting in a greater compassion for their neighbor. Our Harvest ETS this year begins on April 8th. Uh, our second DTS is called the Mountain Venture DTS, and it's for those with the desire to know God in a deeper way while experiencing his heart more through creation, through his word, and through his people. So this program takes our participants into the Canadian Rockies, doing ac different activities like camping, hiking, 
biking, canoeing, rafting, you name it, we've done quite a bit of it. <laughs> uh, these experiences, alongside the themed lectures, uh, give participants opportunity to see and understand God in a new way, and resulting in greater confidence and then equipping them to share the love of Jesus with others. And this DTS uh, typically runs in our summer months, and this year begins on July 8th. Uh, if you have any questions about DTS in particular, uh, I'd love to talk with you about that. I personally have been involved in DTS uh, more than 10 times over my uh, years with Youth with a Mission. And I feel that this program is a great opportunity for young people, uh, whether they're taking a gap year uh, after high school or university, or if there's someone who's just desiring a change of pace and wants to take a, a, a step out to really focus on their relationship with, with Jesus. Um, some have said it's the kind of program that helps our faith move from our head uh, down to our heart and become really real. Um, I know that's definitely a part of my testimony when I did my DTS nearly 20 years ago. Thank you, Jen. Uh, can I call up Teeny? Teeny's going to tell you a little bit about the program that comes after a discipleship training school. It's called a School of Biblical Studies. In YWAM, actually, there's about 3 million different programs that come after the first one. So this is just one. This is not the only program that comes after uh, the DTS, but it's specifically a Bible-ish program. As is the Discipleship Training School. Don't get me wrong. Hi, my name is Christina Taylor, and my husband's name is John Taylor. He's not here right now. He's home with our boys. Um, I was up here a couple months ago sharing a bit about my family, um, but this is more what we do on a work basis now. And so uh, John and I have been involved in the School of Biblical Studies. He has been since 99, and I have been since 2001. Um, John's currently leading the program together with another staff member, and I'm part-time. Um, so it's a nine-month program, and the, the students will study every book of the Bible in this nine-month program. So um, basically is understanding the content of your Christian faith, which you know from understanding God's word, and that's uh, one of the primary ways he speaks to us. So... Um, what we do is we start with the letters of Paul, and then we look at the Gospels, and then we move chronologically through uh, each book of the Old Testament, and we end with Matthew and Revelation, just so we can point back to Jesus as the fulfillment of the Old Testament scriptures. So that's kind of the idea behind the movement there. Um, so what each student will get is like an overview of the content of the entire Bible. They will look... In their, in their assignment, they'll do an assignment on each book. Um, so they'll read, they'll read the book like roughly five times, but they'll also write an assignment on it. They'll write their observations, similar to what Beth was talking about this morning. They'll write observations, you, then you'll write what it meant at the time it was written, looking and studying and understanding the historical background for each book. You know, what was the situation Paul was writing to? into at that time, like, uh, for example, in Timothy, in 2 Timothy, he was in prison, and he was about to die, and so he's writing instructions to uh, his primary disciple, Timothy, so he can pass on faith, the faith that Paul has been passing on to all the churches he's in entrusting Timothy to take up um, the torch, so that's a brief background of 2 Timothy. So the students will look at and understand both the historical context of the book and also the literary context 
So Second Timothy is a letter. Other books of the Bible fall into different types of literature, like poetry, which is not going to be understood in the same way as a letter. So they'll understand, they'll study those aspects as well. And the goal is to understand what the Bible says and then apply those truths to your life and have them impact your life in ministry. So a lot of our students will do a DTS, want to go into ministry, and decide to do an SBS so that they can further be equipped to pass those things on to others and to minister in a biblically, uh, a biblical-founded way. Um, others do it to equip themselves in their life in other ways to go back into the workforce, and both are equally important. Um, so this is a ministry I became involved with because I saw the gift that had been given to me that had been entrusted to me. And I, uh, this was my ac application for 2 Timothy because in 2 Timothy, Paul writes to Timothy and he says, um, I've taught you, you need to teach others who will then teach others. So it's this kind of uh, tradition of teaching, understanding what God says to us about what our faith is, and then uh, entrusting that to others who will then pass it on to others. So eventually, from Paul to Timothy to my staff, and then from me, I mean, there's a, a large gap there, but, um, and then from me to our students, and that's the reason I became um, an SBS staff person and why I've stuck with this, because I've seen kind of what it's done for my life and what it's done for other people's lives and how we've been able to impact um, others in ministering to them. So that's the School of Biblical Studies. Did you want to show the video now? Sure. Kay. Yeah. I think studying the Bible gives you a, an opportunity to know the heart and mind of God. Uh, and that's something that has a, a positive impact on, on who you are in any age. But when you open it up for yourself and have the tools to study it for yourself, it's an opportunity then when people ask you about your faith or ask you about what you believe to say, this is what I believe and this is why. And all that truth is grounded in something that you've obtained yourself. Uh, in nine months, you will not be able to study everything uh, the Bible has to offer, but it will equip you and prepare you for a lifetime of study to look at the whole Bible really gives you kind of the history of salvation, gives you the overall picture of God's plan, and putting uh, the individual books into that context really helps us to get a better understanding of why what's in the Bible is in the Bible. And so this one runs from September to June. Um, if you are interested, you can come and find me afterwards. <laughs> um, or that uh, the man that was shown first on there, that is my husband. And then Andre has also done an SBS, so you can hunt him down as well. That's his Jen and him back there. Where are they? There they are. He's waving. <laughs> so the next ministry I'm going to share about is our uh, local outreach. So it's called a frozen meal or two. Um, so basically, it is what it is. It says right there, it's free frozen meals for those in crisis situations. We deliver in the Diamond Valley area, and the contact person is Christina Taylor. That's myself, and there's my phone number. So if you need to contact me or pass that information on to anyone who is in a crisis situation, feel free to take that information down. Um, so this ministry started actually from a personal experience. My oldest... Um, he had heart surgery when he was a baby, when he was 12 days old. 
when you kind of go through a, a crisis like that, you realize just how unimportant and important eating is. <laughs> and so you don't have time for it, but you need to make time for it. And so it's really appreciated when people bring the meals. And in the church, we usually have a system in place for that. So this targets, like we, we do give to meals to people in the church as well, but we kind of target people out in the community who won't necessarily have that same support system. So it's a way of serving them. It's also a way of showing them the love of Jesus. Often I get a chance to pray with people if they're open to it and just talk to them, be like there and listen to them. So how it works is every few months, um, myself and others do a large cook-up, two or three different kinds of meals, and then we freeze them in individual portions and they're ready to go when someone calls. And sometimes people contact us directly, sometimes people contact us on behalf of a friend. Um, I also go around to different meetings locally. Uh, so there's an interagency meeting in Black, Di or Black Diamond Turner Valley. I go to that one sometimes and it's kind of the local social workers and just make uh, people aware of what that we're here and what we have to offer, give out my business cards. So I do a bit of that, I do the cooking, I do the delivering. So sometimes it's a one-time thing. Um, sometimes we're able to help people in a more ongoing way. Um, and sometimes people need a bit more than meals. And sometimes we're able to help them ourselves or connect them to others who are able to help them and be a support for them in this time of crisis. So what I mean by crisis is, well, illness, injury, death in the family, financial hardship, um, separation. I mean, we aren't really fussy. If someone's calling us, we assume they need it. And um, they can give us as much of their story or as little of their story as they want to. So, yeah, and if you have any more questions about that, you can talk to me afterwards. And again, if you know someone who's in need or you yourself are, there's my name and contact number. And I also have business cards if anyone wants to take some from me at the end. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks, Dini. Can I call up Steph? Uh, we'll show the video first, but before we do, so the Titus Project comes uh, after that that program you saw, the School of Biblical Studies that Tini just introduced. So it's a it's a program that you kind of have had already studied through the Bible and touching on even what Tini said about uh, how Paul gave to Timothy and Timothy gives to somebody else. Our people want to study through the Bible, do a thorough uh, look through it for the nine months, but then we want them to be able to know how to give it away. And so the Titus Project specifically teaches those uh, students how to teach it or, or go overseas and teach it. Titus Project is an outreach program for SBS graduates. We train them and then send them into the nations to teach the Word of God. I think the goal of Titus Project ultimately is to have people be able to discover uh, the truths of scriptures for themselves and to be transformed by that. So ultimately we're looking at uh, transformation of cultures and societies and individuals through access to the Bible and what the Bible has to teach them about uh, who God is, who they are. And so that would be our goal. Um, some of the secondary things that come out of it is we equip, you know, we take Bible students and turn them into Bible teachers. And uh, we have an opportunity to, to do that, which is also great. We've been 
been given a tremendous gift on SBS and not many people around the world have been given that gift. To be able to study through God's word for nine months is something really special and God wants you to give that gift away and Titus Project is a really great way of doing that. You have an opportunity to be a world changer because of the things that you can uh, do in the way that God has blessed you and equipped you with the knowledge of his uh, truth through his word. And so all those wonderful applications you did uh, while you're saying uh, SBS can now become real because you'll take those truths into contexts that are completely different from your own and really have an opportunity to, uh, to bless those that you bring them to. I think what makes Titus Project in Turner Valley unique is the foundation of Bible study here at this campus. So SBS has been a big part of YWAM Turner Valley for a long time. There's many people on the campus who have done SBS, who've taught on SBS, and there's just this wonderful, rich um, foundation and history of Bible study here. So as coming as SBS graduates to this campus and then being equipped to go from being students to teachers, you're just in an environment where uh, there's just this really healthy love for God's word and for sending people uh, who love God's word to the nations. Turner Valley's Titus Project will be focusing on going to our target people, which is the Shan people of Northern Thailand. So we're going to focus on having a team there every year. And in addition to that, wherever our staff has a heart to go, wherever God is leading us, we are very open to going to other places as well. Our mission statement is to train, send, and support God's people to go to the unreached. And I can't think of a better way to combine those things than Titus Project. So that's the Titus Project. Mm -hmm. um, if you saw, if I don't know if you noticed, the Shan people weren't in that video, they're in SBS video. Did you notice? <laughs> Can you see those there? Anyway, that's Michael and Helen Packard, and they uh, are the ones that pioneered Titus Project Canada, uh, and that is actually why Jeremy and I moved here from Germany uh, almost three years ago, is to help staff that school. We have been involved in SBS uh, for almost 10 years in Germany, and we knew that after we had nine months of solid Bible teaching, we, in the SBS you read through the Bible five times in nine months. It's, it's no joke. It's about 12 hours of study a day, six days a week. And so after you have that knowledge, after you've studied the Bible that much, after you know that much about the Bible, what else can you do but go and share that with the world? There are so many people over the, all over the world that don't have that opportunity. And so that's what the Titus Project does. Uh, it's a three-month course, and the first two weeks of training, or three weeks of training, sorry, we go, um, it's pretty much respect. That's the word that I could use to summarize those three weeks is respect. We, we want to respect the message that the Bible has. We want to respect that it's for everyone. We want to respect the people that we're going to teach, and we want to respect the cultures that we're speaking into. Is that me? Is that my fault that it's beeping? Oh, hi, sorry. Oh, <laughs> hi. Mm -hmm. I always forget. So I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, so we want to respect 
the, the Bible, we want to respect the people, and we want to respect the culture. And so after the three weeks of training, we do eight weeks of outreach, which is just teaching the Bible, teaching how to study the Bible, but also teaching Bible overview. Some of the things that are taught during the training time are things like um, how to prepare a lecture, how to present a lecture, how to respect the culture. We learn all about the cultures that we're going into. And that way, it's not like, hi, I'm a foreigner, and this is how you should study, and this is how I'm going to teach you. It's, it's more like, OK, what is your situation? How, I, how can I speak into that? How can we use the Bible to apply a truth to your life that you need? Not like, this is my truth, and I'm sharing it with you. Um, we don't, we don't want to create this us and them like we're coming to teach you. It's, it's more like we want to respect you, and here's our amazing message. Because the Bible has an amazing message, and it needs to be shared. So we model a couple lectures in the, in the lecture phase. We model how to, um, the, what's called a Bible overview. And that's when we start with Genesis, and we go to Revelation, and we show all these different steps in God's amazing message of creation, of how we fit into that whole story, because the Bible really is just one story of redemption. And so how do we fit into that? And then we also teach how to study the Bible. So in the nine-month school, we do what's called the inductive method. And that's what Tini was talking about with context, learning what the book meant to the original readers. And so we take that method that we go through the Bible nine or five times um, using, and we teach people how to study the Bible that way. And this has been amazing because we go into places where the pastor of the church is just the one that's been the Christian the longest. And that's sometimes only three months, and they're leading a congregation. And they have no idea how to study the Bible. They have no idea what the whole Bible says or what it means. And so in a lot of cases, actually, we've taught pastors how to study the Bible. <laughs> like, okay, that's crazy to me. How am I equipped to, to teach a pastor? Like, that just blows my mind. But we studied through the Bible. We studied it more than they have. And we have this gift, and we have to share it. And that's what the Titus Project is all about. So during the eight weeks of outreach, there are tons of different situations that we've taught in. I haven't been to Myanmar yet to teach there, so I can't tell you what it's like. I will. I'll come back and tell you when I go there. But I can tell you what I have done. Um, I have taught Afghan refugees in Athens, in Greece. I've taught businessmen and women in Kiev, in Ukraine. I've taught a tiny little church full of little babushkas. <laughs> they were so <laughs> They were more excited about my baby than they were about the Bible study. But that's okay. That's okay. I'm sure they learned something. <laughs> and, yeah, and like I said, we've taught pastors how to study the Bible and take that teaching to their churches. And that's just been totally amazing. Not everyone in the world can just go to their church on a Wednesday morning and learn about the Bible. Not everyone can go to seminary if they want to. The Titus Project aims to reach those people with a way to understand the full message of the Bible, as well as tools to help them dig deeper and deeper into his word. And that's such a gift to be able to be a part of that. So I'd like to call up Tim for uh, just, uh, he's going to give us a short outlook on how 
uh, Wyoming Turner Valley would like to be around sending out missions for another 35 years. Uh, and so Tim's going to tell you a little bit about that. It's not necessarily program, it's more uh, in the spirit of stewardship and uh, looking in the future. So each of the programs that have been introduced so far play an integral part in YWAM Turner Valley being able to train, send, and support God's people to serve among the unreached. But over the years, we've found that as our physical facility in Turner Valley aged, in many ways, a lot more of the finances that we wanted to be able to put towards getting people out were going towards trying to keep the cold out of our buildings. It also, uh, the original building, for those of you who haven't been at the Turner Valley campus, was the old Turner Valley Hospital, and part of it dates back to around 1930. And it had upgrades during the course of its hospital time until it was shut down in about 67 and then sat empty for the next quite a few number of years. When YWAM took it over in 85, pipes had burst, things had frozen, and there was quite substantial things. So YWAM did some work to get it fixed up. But since then, not much had happened. A number of years, a few years ago, a challenge was given to some of the leadership. What were we leaving to the next generation that would take YWAM Turner Valley? How are we going to make sure that in 10, 20, and 30 years, YWAM Turner Valley is still there and operating and able to send people out? And what came out of that was the Nehemiah Project. The Nehemiah Project is both the bringing efficiency to our current buildings, but also expansion. Many of, this is a sketch that was done by an architectural firm uh, called 100 Fold, who is helping us to develop our new our plans. And many of the buildings you see there don't exist right now. This is a dream of where we believe in the years to come, God wants to take YWAM Turner Valley. And this, we wanted to share because it is an integral part of what's happening now. But this, the Nehemiah Project, is something that each of you can be involved in, and in many ways we need you to be involved in. This is a part that whether you have did DTS or not, every one of you can get involved. The Nehemiah Project is the development. There's been projects that have spanned the kind of range already from our heating and hot water systems to hall, new flooring in so many of our hallways, upgrades to our commercial kitchen, as well as new doors and windows for our main building. But there is going to be years worth of stuff, because one of the challenges that Turner, the leadership was given and believes that God told them was not to take debt. It took YWAM Turner Valley close to 20 years or more to pay off the original debt they took to buy our property. But the challenge that was given is not to take debt to move forward. And so we are believing with faith and, and that. And God has did amazing things in the projects that he has. The current project that we are working towards this next summer is going to be doing some, removing the old siding and putting some wrap insulation as well as new siding onto our main building to both upgrade the look, but also the energy efficiency 
of our uh, system. For those of you who are in building, you probably have a pretty good idea that the number of zeros that are on the cost for that. But God has already did incredible things. We have about $50,000 raised already towards that. And really, that is where I would like to ask you guys to be a part of with the Nehemiah Project. Be a part of praying that God, the money to come in. If God leads you, give. But I would love each of you to consider being a part this summer as we aim to do the siding. And we'll be looking for things like work camps and work crews to come through to help get that project finished. So that's a bit of a, we'll say, a rush view of Youth of the Mission Turner Valley. Um, we're really grateful that you give us the, the time this morning, but also that you're with us along this journey. Uh, it seems like a land far away, and yet it's like, you know, just a 10-minute drive down there. This is all happening, but uh, it can't happen without all the support that uh, the Milliville Church has given us. It really can't. And so we thank you for this partnership with us. And as Tim said, we invite you to continue partnering with us. There's many more ways. Um, aside from sending your grandkids to our discipleship training school, or your friends, or your children, um, looking, doing a, a demographic swing across the audience here. We have all of that. So we're really grateful, and I uh, want to just say thank you for this time. And please, if there's any more cake back there, uh, grab a piece as you're going out. And again, thank you very much. definitely receive that. Lord, we just lift up uh, Andre and all the rest of the staff and all the volunteers that help out at YWAM Turner Valley. Lord, we pray that you would continue to use this wonderful place where you have put your name. And we would ask that it would be a place that honors you, that each of the people that attend there would be ones that honor you and then take your word to all the world. And Lord, we particularly pray for the Shan people that they have uh, really had a, a heart for that you put on their hearts a number of years ago and for the many um, things that have happened in um, Myanmar and, and in northern Thailand and now even into um, further regions. And Lord, we would just pray for them and ask that you would continue to uh, spread your light, your gospel throughout that nation as uh, those who are faithful here in Turner Valley continue to train those and raise up others that will go. So, Lord, we thank you for being able to partner with them. We thank you for the privilege of being in that place where we can do that. And we would just ask your blessing on them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. And thank you to all of you. It is our desire to direct people to the Lord Jesus Christ, the source of all life, hope, and true transformation. Our Sunday service starts at 10.30 a.m. and runs till noonish. We are a non-denominational evangelical congregation, so all are welcome. Coffee and snacks are served. Children's church and child care are available.